All right. So what do we do now? Uh, Chuck. Oh, God. What is this? All right. Here we go. The dictionary defines the word chucklehead as a stupid person. Synonyms include blockhead, dimwit, dope, dumbbell, halfwit, idiot, lame brain, moron, nincompoop, numbskull, yo-yo. Well, you get the picture. Hey, don't say we didn't warn you. This is the Chuckleheads Podcast with Brandon and Lewis. Is that it? Is that the whole thing? Unbelievable. You thought we forgot about y'all, didn't you? But we're back. Back at it's it. The Chuckleheads Podcast. Brandon and Lewis joining you once again for another edition of the CHP. But this week... Um, Sounds like we're superheroes. Like, we just came in like we're... I know, with that loud music like that? Yeah, and it's yeah. not really all about the superhero. No, we're not. Inside we're not. of us, I'm a superhero. That's that's a good positive attitude to have, Lewis. <laughs> nice. Well, this week, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna uh, change things up a little bit. Normally, we're a little silly and, uh, and goofy and... Uh, nonsensical is the word I like to use. That is for, a big for one. Our, uh, and I'm going to give you 25 cents for that one. Thanks, buddy. But uh, this week, we're going to uh, pay a little tribute. We had a uh, radio legend pass away recently. Um, and if you lived in Atlanta, grew up in Atlanta in the 90s, you listened to this guy on 99X. Of course, uh, Lewis came from 99X. I worked there briefly uh, towards the end. And uh, Sean Demery is who I'm talking about. Sean Demery, one of the founding fathers of 99X, one of the creative forces behind uh, the station that kind of changed the face of alternative music. Uh, Shotgun. Yeah, well, Shotgun. Yeah. We'll get into that later about how he wasn't a big fan of that name. But, uh, right. Right. <laughs> but yeah, early on, Shotgun Sean Dimery. Um, he had a stroke back in uh, uh, January of this year, and um, he was hanging in there for the last several months and uh, unfortunately um, passed away just a couple weeks ago. So uh, today we're going to, we're going to have a few guests on the show to, uh, kind of reminisce and right on. tell some stories and, and any kind of memories they have. Uh, so you grew up around Atlanta. I mean, you're from yeah. Pennsylvania, but you grew up down here uh, in the nineties. So, yeah, uh, what are your, here. what are your memories of, uh, listening to Sean? Mm, let's see. So moved here in 89 and mm-hmm. then I remember when it was power 99 and, and switched over Yep, and it was different. Maybe, maybe I was such I was crazy in my teens, you know, just what do you mean? wild, what do you crazy. Mean was crazy. Like, yeah, that's true. You're that's true. Crazy ever since so I've known you. I would hear some of his breaks and 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 be like, this guy is like totally not even there. Like he, right? And then I started listening a, a little bit more, and it was kind of like looking in a mirror in just the antics, right? Just hear me out. Just the antics I that he did, you. and yeah. the and the thought process, and some of the stuff. So. Musically, mm-hmm. absolute genius. Yeah. Like anything music, genius. Like you could tell music moved him more than a passion. Like well, it, he wore it, his emotions on his sleeve too. So there right. were times during the show, like during his breaks, where he would get choked up talking about a new song or something that just really moved him. Right. So I thought, always thought that was kind of like, wow. Yeah. This guy's not afraid to just kind of get a little choked up on the show. Like, right. And you would think it yeah. was a bit like. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to really start listening to him, and and like we were talking about uh, earlier, dude, you could do a three minute break, not no problem. Yeah. You know, fifteen minute break. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to the music. But <laughs> what what did you say? Like that's what carried the show. It was, was and he could carry it on his own too. Oh my like, goodness! Now I know there's been uh, stories we'll hear from uh, a few friends later in the show uh, where they talk about he actually initially started out 
on the maybe even before they called it the Morning X, uh, before Barnes, before they switched right uh, shifts. Right. And but the thing is, he didn't really need a an ensemble. He could carry no. a show by himself just with his creativity and everything. So um, it was really cool. Now I have a funny memory of, and I couldn't tell you when this was, but it was sometime in the early '90s. Whenever uh, Presidents of the United States of America put out their first album. Oh, right. So whatever year that would have been. Um, See. But I'm on the way me. to uh, football practice as a little kid, and my dad's taking me after school one day to football practice. So Sean's on the air. We're driving to practice, and I hear the song Kitty by Presidents of the USA mm-hmm. comes on. And um, there's a part in the song. Now, at the time, I didn't realize this because I didn't have the CD, so I had only ever heard the edited version. But there's mm-hmm. a part in the song where it says, F you, kitty, you're going to spend the night. F, but says the F word, you know. Right. And so uh, we're driving along, and all of a sudden, the unedited version is airing. <laughs> it's like, F you, kitty, you're going to spend the night. F you, kitty, you're going to outside. Right. And my dad looked over at me, and I, my eyes lit up like, uh, I don't I don't think that was supposed to air. Um, well, wait a second. And then, Our car is then, filled with <laughs> Satan. And then, and then all of a sudden, I remember like, Sean coming on like as the song was ending, and I forget exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, well, I won't be here tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get fired for that one. But uh, I just remember thinking like, ah, did he do that on purpose or was it actually, you know, unintentional? But but looking back and seeing kind of how he pushed the envelope and, and uh, as I got older and actually got involved working at the station and everything right. and learning the stories about him and, and the legend that he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time as a kid listening, he was just the goofy uh, DJ that you right. listen to every day. And right. Like, as I got older and you realize, wow, he really, he kind of created the, the station with right. the, along with Leslie Fram. And mm-hmm. so, again, I don't know if that was unintentional or not or if that was just him seeing if he could get away with it. Yeah. And- <laughs> Dude, you couldn't, get, you couldn't get bigger than 99X in the 90s. No, there is in no. In the heyday, yep. Everybody listened. Young, old, it didn't matter. It, everyone was talking about what was going on, you know, with Barnes, Leslie, and Jimmy and, I mean, what the different events are going to be. Everybody wanted to be at every event, every concert that Nine X put on. Right. Um, I actually came across, and, and this was maybe posted um, the week he passed away. So just within the last couple of weeks, somebody okay. went online on YouTube and posted a video of it's it's the audio of his entire final uh, shift from uh, the year two thousand. I think it was January of two thousand when he his afternoon drive shift. Wow. And they what they did is went in, cut out all the songs. Um, and just kept all the breaks in there. So it's maybe like 40 minutes uh, in length total if you feel okay. like sitting through it. But it's pretty cool. I'm going to share it on our uh, on our social media pages. Right on. Uh, at Chuckleheads Pod, Facebook, and Twitter. So, um, But throughout our show today, I'm going to play a few little snippets uh, and pieces from, from that. And then also just scouring YouTube, finding other breaks from the 90s. Uh, I don't Dude, even know cool certain this, dates, man? but it's pretty cool. Like, Good job, man. Just different, cool. uh, different little segments that he did, different uh, bits or uh, breaks that he did. So right on. Um, anyways, here's one of them too. Somebody's and, and, been doing their homework. And this just, well, you know, when it, when it happened, you know, that's the thing. Like I never got to meet him. And right. actually when he was at the new morning X, I believe he left in December of 07. Mm-hmm. And I came into the station of like February of 08. So like we, uh, I just missed him. Okay. And I remember thinking like, Oh, how cool would that have been <laughs> like right. to, to work with, uh, with Sean Demery, like right. he's a legend. So I've always been a huge fan, and then knowing all of you guys, and I know a lot of people that worked with him, and it's just been cool to hear all the stories and kind of get to know him 
through the people that, that were around him during, right. during the heyday in the 90s and, and even during the 2000s when he came back mm-hmm. uh, for the new Morning X. But here's, here's right a clip uh, from his final air shift, and uh, we're going to play a few of these throughout the show, but here's one of them. Radio is a blast. It is, um, I say this over and over again, it's the most fun you can have with your clothes on. You know, it's, it's like sitting in a living room with your friends and, you know, you're, you, they got beers and there, there's, there's, there's chips and maybe some brie. Uh, or you know Jack Chet or whatever you want, and, uh, and I'm the guy in the corner with the uh, with the stereo system and a bunch of CDs, you know, going, oh, 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 listen to this, this is really cool, and that's really what this job is all about. And unfortunately, there's always one friend I invite over who doesn't like any of the crap I pick. So there you go. I mean, we got several more stuff like that uh, throughout the show, but wow, what a what a, I mean, he's a brilliant dude, and like everything he said right there is why. You and I, people like us, wanted to get into the radio right. industry and 99X especially. Like well, I didn't just want to get into yeah. the radio, but I wanted to work for specifically for 99X. I never wanted to be on air when I first got right, in. Right, right, But, but yes, to see how that worked and oh my goodness, yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, we do, like I mentioned before, we do have some guests that uh, we were able to talk to earlier in the week. And one of those guys is Mark Owens, who uh, you might remember used to be on oh, the no. That's right. Arr, arr. Also worked for the Atlanta Braves. We caught him with him recently at SunTrust Park. New Rock 99X. You, get that camera away from me. It's hurtful. Stop it. Hey, everybody. It's the Chuckleheads Podcast. We are on location. We're actually at SunTrust Park. I'm here with Mark Owens. Uh, if you're a Braves fan, you know Mark Owens because you've seen his face 10 stories high on the Jumbotron here in center field. He's the, uh, what's your title? You're the on-deck host, right? Yeah, the official in-game host. Those are my big fake teeth and that big bald spot. That's me. There you go. And if you were a 99X listener back in the day, you also remember him as producer Mark. You were actually the producer on The New Morning X with uh, Sean, Leslie, and Jenners. And, of course, you heard uh, the news about a week ago. We found out that the legendary Sean Demery has passed away. And, of course, he had a stroke uh, in January of this year. And uh, he passed away recently, which was a big blow to a lot of us that grew up listening to him. And so not only did you have a chance to work with him, but you grew up around here. And and what are your memories of, of hearing him on 99X in its heyday back in the 90s? Uh, it's funny. I grew up here in Atlanta, and I was the biggest 99X fan. So I vividly remember Sean Demery introducing me to a bunch of music, like uh, like The Cure, Wrong Number, uh, Everclear. And then one of the most vivid memories I have of, of Sean Demery, even when it was Shotgun Sean Demery way back in the day, was when the Verve's Bittersweet Symphony was, was released. And I remember specifically, and I don't know where I was at, but I was sitting at a stop sign. And he played it live on 99X in the afternoon like five or six times in a row. It was like a half hour. And, it was, and I remember thinking, I can't believe he's going to get fired. I can't. And I, I can still hear him saying it. I'm getting goosebumps when I'm thinking about this. I still can hear him as it wrapped up after like the fourth time in a row I heard it. I can hear him saying, what? It's a good song. I like it. And it starts over again. And I just remember thinking, dude, that is awesome. Knowing what you know now that, I mean, he was, he could do, you know, he had carte blanche. He could do whatever. But as a kid listening, first and foremost, to hear that he had the opportunity to do that. He had the opportunity to say, hey, you know, I can do this. You know, it's my radio station. I can play this song if I want to. And I remember I became a fan of that song and then a bigger fan of Sean Dimery when that happened. So you were a fan growing up, listening throughout the 90s. Now, how was it when you were working at 99X and knowing that he was coming 
coming back to work on the new Morning X and uh, finding out you were going to be the producer, producer Mark for that show. Uh, the new Morning X, how was that uh, growing up being a fan already? It was very surreal because uh, I remember at the time, it's, uh, you know, Cumulus had the idea after Toucher and, and Jimmy and all had that, that show had gone away. And they said, well, you know, we're going to reinvent the Morning X and we're going to bring back the new Morning X. And it's going to be Leslie. And we're going to bring in a guy from Miami, a guy by the name of Rob Jenners. And Mark, we want you to produce it. And we're bringing back Sean Demery. Now, as a guy who grew up listening to him, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is fantastic. And I was I was so honored to be a part of it. Because, you know, as a kid, as we're music fans, and I got to listen to 99X growing up. And then to say I got to work with Leslie, I got to work with Sean Demery, I got to put 99X in my resume was the biggest honor. And to work with Sean, and unfortunately, you know, you know, as we all know, New Morning X didn't find the success that we wanted. You know, too many suits involved, pulling everybody in different directions. So, you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. But to say that I had the opportunity to work with Sean and watch him, and towards the end of the run, if you remember the short stack, yep. where he had a stack of CDs of just random obscure bands, and he would find a couple of deep tracks, and he'd play it, and then he brought that back to the New Morning X, and he would bring in these artists, and you'd never heard of them, but then sure enough, you know, six months after you heard a deep track, that artist would blow up. Yep. And you'd be like, Angie Apparel, oh my God, dude, he was playing that, you know, three years ago. Yeah. Sean Dimmer's the first one that told me about Angie Apparel. So, you know, when he passed, you know, and we, we all kind of followed along the Facebook page and just through, you know, 99X is still a community and there's still a lot of people, you know, in Atlanta that work there. And you kind of follow on what happened. Your just heart goes out to him, and your your heart goes out to the family and to his wife. And it was just, yeah, I just hope he rests easy now because he, he will forever go down. It's just one of the most brilliant music minds in the history, not just of, of like Atlanta radio of 99X, but in radio in general. Because he was able to take what he did in Atlanta, and he got to do it in other parts of the country too. And I hope yeah. other people got to experience his brilliant music mind like we had the chance to in Atlanta. We're very lucky, and you know, looking back on it now, 20 years later, you don't realize how lucky we really were at the time yeah and you're right he definitely left a mark on mm -hmm. atlanta and not just atlanta but all over the country wherever he worked and yeah. uh and that's why we wanted to do this episode where yeah. we get uh people's uh reflections on on him and some stories and just uh just your thoughts so we appreciate you hanging out with us here and uh giving us a little bit about sean demery thanks man isn't it, isn't it funny how uh i mean it's not funny but his passing but his passing has brought all of us and the 9 x community yeah. back together again because i know back about a year ago they did the reunion right. and everyone's it, it just proves how big that radio station was yeah. and what a, what a footprint that left on not just atlanta on your life on my life I mean, on leslie on mike key on crash everybody's giving tributes yeah. uh, to sean demery and it's amazing the power of radio and i know that was a cumulus tagline you know roll your eyes if you want to <laughs> right. but Unfortunately, it's true. The power of 99X and how many people still say to this day, I am 99X. And you know what? Let's stick with the power of 99X. That sounds better. That sounds a lot better. And you don't have to give cumulus credit for anything. So <laughs> it's the power the power of 99X. And, you know, Sean Demery will forever go down as one of the greatest of all time. Providing a service to you. Hey. Hey, did I win anything? No, but well, you sound like a very nice person. Well, hey, that's why. Hey, listen, I had a question. Um, I just saw the 99X van and some doofus driving it. If, uh, does he give any tickets away? You guys have any contests if you see the van or anything? No, he's not capable because he's a doofus. I love this. I love this. Um, no, it's just cool. It's, um, what else? What other gig could you have where you got this humongous 100,000-watt stereo system and you get to play music for a lot of people and friends? And you get your hands on music for, I mean, it sounds hokey, it's all about the music, but music's cool. I mean, it's, it's such a disposable medium these days, and it's fun to have something that I can hold on to and use and play with, and I get paid. Ready for more? Well, here it is. Okay, let's see.
Okay, I took a left there. Uh, over here. Took a left over there. Okay. Okay. Okay, on, on the big music map, you are right here. We need to take a severe left turn and go... Let me pull this over. Way over to here. May I tell you what? When you, when you used to work at the station... They would come in and go, Lewis, let's keep the brakes to 10 seconds. Oh, my Man, goodness. He got away with all those long breaks like oh. that, and it was so much fun to listen to. And, I don't think uh, it was he got away with like <laughs> He just did That's it. just how, yeah, yeah that's yeah. how he was. He could do it. That's awesome. And, and hold people's Attention. imagination. Yeah, imagination. Exactly. I mean, just clicked into my imagination every time I heard a break. And Mark Owens, really. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, want to thank he, uh, Mark Owens for that. That was awesome. He hit the nail on the head. That was well-spoken. Well reflected. Yep. Wow. What a dude. God, I love that dude. Well, so, okay. So Mark talked about growing up listening to him. And then in the 2000s, when he mm-hmm. came back for the New Morning X, when Sean came back, how Mark got to work with him. Now, right. uh, you and, and that was crazy when, because C and I had our show. So you were there. You and yeah. Matt C were there at the time. And, so and still work, that? And still working promotions. And it was, it was one of the coolest things. So there was rumors on the floor of who it was and, you know, the, the big suspense for the listeners was, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Well, in-house, they came in like two weeks early to all work together, and, and Jenners and and uh, Leslie and, and Sean. And every time they came in, mm-hmm. they would have a mask on from the front door. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> from the front door back to uh, Leslie's room. Uh, office and had paper up. Yeah, and then to the main studio. What kind of mask? I'm curious. Like uh, ski mask? Homer? No, Homer. Uh, <laughs> Homer Simpson was one. That's crazy. I think that might have been Jenner's. There was like they all had masks. It was the craziest thing. Wow. And, and so we're like, who in the heck is this? Yeah. Like, who's it going to be? Is it Dave Grohl? Like, so everybody at the station didn't even know. No, that no. He was coming. And, well, there was rumors, and you know, right, right, some right. people knew. Like Key Daddy, I know he had to, know, <laughs> of course. but he he never told anything. But no, like uh, that's crazy. Uh, they kept it on suspense with everybody, but for them to come in like that, yeah, and they videoed it. I think there's a video out there of it. It was, it was so, just suspenseful and and right up what 99X was, you know, is yeah. and always will be about is being on the cutting edge and totally delivered, like completely. Once once they revealed and. We found out it was Jenner's and Leslie and and Sean Demery were all like, oh my gosh, we were, our yeah. minds were blown just like the listeners. At least on the promotion side of things, right? Everybody was like, oh, this is this is awesome. And Mark's right though, you know. And, and looking back, you know, and seeing like how it all played out, like back in the early days of 99X, you didn't have all those suits involved, right? And, and right. they just kind of let it was just kind of a wild bunch. Yeah, of it just, was just Susquehanna. Yeah, and was, so. Then you had uh, the New Morning X, which I really wished it would have been successful, but, you know, right. with all the suits involved. I, I get that because I came in shortly thereafter, and I kind of saw how the operation was run. And Right. Like, oh, man. Yeah, like, I scary. got there thinking, like, I'm going to work for 99X. This is going to be great. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking of the old 99X. <laughs> no, and it was like Richard Pryor and the Wonder Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So I was bummed that I that I didn't get to uh, the to meet Sean because I missed him by just a couple months. But so uh, him coming in and you and C working with him, or not directly with him, but at the same time as him. Do you have any uh, memories of uh, any kind of interactions or funny stories that might have happened? I know that you know in the halls we would bump into each other and getting to know each other. It was more like Steve Craig 
Yeah. If I if I had something I wanted, like I, I'd go to Steve Craig first, like, hey man, I'm thinking about this idea, and he'd he'd say, you know, go go see Demery, like, yeah, see what how he would spin that, yeah. And so he would really give me just advice. It wasn't telling me what to say, but he knew how I worked. It was mm-hmm. it's really weird. Like the dude is mind blowing intelligent. Like he is so intelligent, yeah. and kind that he knew how to get into my head and go, okay, hey, look. Deliver it like this, but do you? By the way, that's a scary place yeah, to be. Yeah, right. Would, I would imagine. Oh, man, dude. Getting inside Lewis's head. <laughs> my gosh. But that's Poor the thing. Days. But that's the thing. Sean was so creative and crazy and had these crazy break ideas and everything. And then, you know, I worked with you and at the station. You had the side note goat and the different right, sounds. Like, right. So it was kind of like y'all you both know had what that was, crazy creativity. What was cool about that back in the day of before, like Susquehanna 99X, everybody was out to help you out. Yeah. And and I don't know where it changed in the in the two thousands, maybe later in the two thousands, but everybody was there to lend a hand, like when I started at the beginning, yeah. to help me get to where I wanted to be. Like I said, I never wanted to be on air. They were like, All right, we we want you in front of the this concert. We want you when they're coming out and I'm You were the crowd fluffer. Loved it. Yeah. Loved that was me, dude. Yeah. That was me. And then they're like, No, you gotta get on air because the Jocks are getting mad. You're showing them up at remotes. Like, oh, come on, come on. I'm just having fun. Like, you, I'm yeah. not going to sit at a T-Mobile and you know and yeah. and just sit there and wait like a wallflower. Yeah, pardon the pun, but did hear them first on 99. <laughs> but so I did me. Yeah. So he would get inside my head and he would make me deliver me. And so yeah. the the power that that dude had over everybody and kind hearted about it. It wasn't. It was never snooty. It was never. I'm too good, but yet, yeah, dude, yeah, you are that good. So he good. was that good. He just yeah. wasn't arrogant about it. Not was, at all. And, and you yeah. almost think, like, does he really know, you know, how smart he is? Yeah. Kind of like a like a, like a a Jay Heron. Like, dude's brilliant. Like, I, I've met so many brilliant people or worked with so many brilliant people like Sean. And, you know, looking back, God, I really wish I would have tapped into a little bit more now, but... You know, but the time that I got to spend with him and him to kind of help shape me and shape what I wanted to come across as or, you know, C and I being a team and, you know, how we found that that balance. And he was so cool about stuff like that. And he wouldn't he wouldn't be afraid to say, like, uh, hey, Louis, there's a live gig or a a remote, you know, somewhere and uh, I can't do it. And I'm like, all right, you want me to do it? He goes, yeah. And then I find come to find out he doesn't really want to be up in front of a bunch of people, you know, in a bar. And, yeah. I, and I was like, oh, I get it. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. And then I always go up. Hey, man, uh, any remotes, you know, you didn't you don't want to do or anything. He's <laughs> like, no, I think I'm good. Like, he so tell me. He, so was he just more comfortable, you think, in the studio behind the mic? Like, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't that. So, like, I you get, you were kind of coming from the other way. Like, right. They had you out in front of the crowd. And then they were like, we're going right. to put you behind the mic. And you were like. I'm a little more comfortable out in front of the crowd. <laughs> right. But, okay. But he's he's good. He is. I mean, he's so talented. He's Anytime he, he cracked a yeah. mic, like, it could be a crowded bar or a, or a you know, a stadium or whatever, and you're going to listen to what he has to say. Like, he, his words, like, just bring you in. You're like, huh? What's he talking about? <laughs> oh, he just took a, we're still in the same, oh, right, man. Like, it, yeah. it, he takes you there. I love, you know, People like that, that that get inside not your mind, but get inside your imagination, and then yeah. it's growing together. Like it's super cool, super cool. That's awesome, man. Well, you mentioned what was this prank you were talking about uh, <laughs> about UNC? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was a prank. 
I gotta have I gotta have C. Let's bring that up later on. Like we got okay. so much. I, I love the flow of what you got going on. Seriously, mm-hmm. you. This show is. I'm giving you an A plus, and we're only a little way through it. Like A plus, my man. Great job. Um, <laughs> well, it's all about so Sean on this episode, right? And right, and know, great job. Yeah. Like your homework, man. I'm telling you, A plus. So later on, we'll have you know C in in studio, and we'll we'll talk. But there is a really good prank that that not only went to the new morning X and stayed with them for a week, but it got the suits upset and coming down on, on C and I. So yeah, I, I want to save All that right. for, well, we look forward to hearing about cool. that one. We'll save that for another episode. Kurt's voice makes me angry. It's 99 X. The late, great Sean Demery. Ah. That's who we're doing a tribute to today on uh, our show on the Chuckleheads podcast. Now, um, believe it or not, there is still a 99X in existence. They do still exist, Mm -hmm. although it's on .com now. Right. Again. Yes. Uh, So they actually do still exist. Now, our buddy Mike Key, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is he he the last one standing over over there? I don't know. From the old guard. uh, Joyce is there. But definitely from the old guard from the early 90s. Like, he was there in the early 90s, right? Yeah. He's been there. And Nadine. Forever. Laura Payne. Forever. Yes. Key has been there for a long time. Well, anyways, yeah. uh, Key and who and uh, the other folks. He has something on somebody, <laughs> dude. He is in there. He, him and, uh, and some other folks over at, at 99X put together this uh, awesome little uh, tribute on YouTube. And, of course, we'll share that on our social media pages. But uh, I want to hear the audio from that because it's, it's a really well-done tribute that they put together. This is 99X Worldwide. 99X. Hi, I'm Sean. Awesome music that would make Van Gogh want his other ear back. He was quirky. And now lovely commercials about beer, 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 beer. He was authentic. I'm sorry. There's a lot of stress in my life right now, and I just can't handle simple phone calls. He was the soul of originality. 99X. That song by Soundgarden depresses me. I should have played something else off the album. I'm thinking about it now in hindsight. Oh, if I could only go back four minutes and 50 seconds, life might have been different. He was Sean Demery. Blah, 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 blah. All the things I normally say, then 99X. As one of 99X's founders, Sean shaped the radio landscape with his comedic style, love of music, and passion for the radio station. Sean's passing has left the radio industry a little less bright, but he will always be remembered for creating a brand that 26 years later still matters and still amplifies Sean's talent, wisdom, and vision. Look, Ma, I'm rocking. I'm rocking, and I'm actually able to hold on to a job. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean, indeed. Mm, where did, where did you find that? That was uh, 99X uh, put it on their YouTube page. Wow. So, um, yes, thank you, Sean, indeed. Now, Shows uh, how much I go back to the YouTube page. But, yeah, man, exactly. that is, oh, I got I to gotta check that out. It gives you chills, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Um, now, we talked a little bit earlier about how he kind of wore his emotions on his sleeve, and, and he mm. wasn't afraid to get choked up on air. And um, I actually remember listening to his final show uh, again, like I said, back in January of 2000, I believe it was, and um, we're playing some audio from that throughout the show today. Now, I remember when he did this, and he was playing this new Josh Joplin song, mm. okay, and off the new, oh, at the time, whatever the record was, the new Josh Joplin record, and I remember him getting choked up then mm-hmm. and thinking like, man, like <laughs> it's just, it's something about it, and even kind of gets you a little choked up hearing him get choked up, and um, of course, you know, because we're on this podcast, I'm going to see what we can get away with as far as hearing, like, actual bands and stuff on our on our show. Right. Um, so I had to cut out the song, 
But here's like the lead in and Man, the lead out of it. you are homework Howard. And, uh, <laughs> you are homework Howard. So anyways, here it is. Here's uh, nice. Sean introing and nice. outroing uh, the Josh Joplin song and getting a little choked up. Again, this is from his final air shift from his afternoon drive shift back in January of 2000. Sweet. This, I absolutely adore. Absolutely adore this. It's Josh Joplin. Have, have, have you picked up a copy of this? Yes, my friend has played it for me. I, like I don't it care what you pick. Dutch Wonderland or uh, the song Matter or Undone or uh, it just doesn't matter. It's an amazing album. Uh, it was nice talking to you, okay? Thanks. Okay. This is 99X Music. Josh Joplin. Uh, Josh Joplin Band. If you ever get a chance to see him live, that's an experience. Uh... You're listening to 99X. 99X Interactive Concert Calendar. Christ, I'm not ready for this. Okay, hold on a second. Hmm, warm thoughts. Puppies, lawnmower, uh, baseball, Joe DiMaggio, 56, bat bats, and no strikeouts. Okay, great. 99X Interactive Concert Calendar. Okay. Yeah, that does work. It works for sex and it works for this too. I'm just a big old girly man. That's that's the problem. I'm still thinking about that Josh Joplin album. Oh, man. If, you, if you've uh, never never paid attention to my rantings before, just do one thing for me. I'm not asking a lot. I'm just the disc jockey idiot on the radio. Do me a favor and go pick up a copy of um, Josh Joplin's Useful Music CD. Just go get a copy, please. Um, unless you're into Rage and Corn, this isn't going to do much for you because you're angst-ridden and you need more. And there's nothing wrong with that either. But um, it's just an amazing album, and I highly suggest it. And what the hell else am I talking about? Um, uh, get emotional about it. So there you go. God, brilliant. Isn't he great? Brilliant. Ah, he will be missed. He will be sorely missed for sure. And um, like I said, we've got more stuff from uh, his final uh, on-air shift uh, back in the day that we're going to drop throughout the show. But um, obviously we talked about earlier, you referenced Shotgun Sean. Mm -hmm. I never realized he was not a fan of that name. Uh, and then I went back and was listening to some of these old breaks. And uh, here's him telling uh, Crash Clark the story of how he got that name. You called me Shotgun. That, that makes me, yes, I know, <laughs> quiver. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, you know how I got that name? No, how did you get that? Um, I, was wa I was walking down. I had been here. I had been here like an hour. I had been like an hour. And uh, Rick Stacy had me go on the air as Coyote Calhoun. And I didn't <laughs> want to do that. And neither did my wife. She goes, Coyote Calhoun? Your name is Sean? Anyway, so my name is Sean Demery. And uh, it's kind of a soft name, you know. It's like Sean Demery gets lost in the wind. No one's going to remember that. So, so for, I forgot who it was. I want to kill them, whoever they were. Uh, I'm walking down the hallway and go, "Hey, you need a name like Shotgun with a hard T, Shotgun." And then Rick goes, "Yeah, that's it. You're Shotgun Sean Demery. Go." <laughs> and that's how I got stuck with that thing. And that was it. Th that was it. it, hmm. it yeah. <laughs> Sharp T. Shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Wow, I did not know that. I didn't either. And here's the funny thing. Before I found that clip, I was thinking of uh, what we're going to call this episode. Mm -hmm. And I thought we were just, I thought I was just going to call it Shotgun would be the name of the episode. <laughs> and then when I when I heard him say that, I went, oh, he didn't like being called Shotgun. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't use that. So we'll have to come up with a different title for this show. But um, Hey, it's still part of his life, too. It is, man. And it was awesome. Like, I remember Shotgun Sean and Power 99 and all that stuff, man. Wow. So 
Um, Me man, too. Uh, what what a legacy he's left behind. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he has touched so many people and and just been such a big part of Atlanta radio and and wherever he worked all over the country. So, but as I mentioned before, we we got some guests on this week's show. These are some guests we talked to a little earlier. Uh, you're gonna hear from Melissa and Doug right after this. Okay, so we're sitting here trying to clean up the studios and stuff, and uh, I mean, I'm packing up boxes and stuff. And uh, today, um, the guys from Uni- Universal came by, and um, I appreciate the uh, platinum, uh, like a gold record, the platinum award for the Godsmack CD. And I'm sure Sean Daniels of WNNX will really appreciate. <laughs> what a way to go out of business, you know? What a way. It's like I get my platinum for Godsmack, and it's for Sean Daniels at WNNX. <laughs> We are here with some special guests. Of course, we have Melissa Carter and Doug Harding, two of my close personal friends. And uh, mm-hmm. also, if you're a 99X fan from back in the day, you also remember them from uh, 99X back in its heyday, back in the 90s. Yep. They both worked there, and they both worked with the late, great Sean Demery. And uh, and this week's episode, we're kind of flashing back and remembering Sean, and uh, who uh, left us way too soon. So uh, mm-hmm. welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Doug. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. You know, I was thinking about this uh, a lot, you know, since uh, since Sean passed. And Melissa and I worked together a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I started just before Melissa did. So I, I started because this kind of I'm telling the backstory about this yeah, a little no, bit because um, when I first started on the morning show before Melissa showed up, it was with Sean Demery, Major Tom, Leslie and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And then Barnes came a few months later and then. I think you showed up right after Barnes probably showed up too. Right. So now didn't Barnes wasn't Barnes the afternoon guy and then yes. they switched Sean uh-huh. and Steve switched and now I wasn't behind how that worked out. I, you know, in radio, if you're <laughs> for those who are not familiar with radio, it is very likely for you to be able to go on vacation and not have a job when you get back. I mean, radio is very there's mm-hmm. a there's a revolving door, so yeah. we're used to the possibility of getting fired or schedules change or whatever. And so, but I was reading after Sean's death that it was really Sean's idea to switch him and Barnes. I re- See, what I remember from, I mean, first starting, I remember going back to his desk one day. This was at, I don't know, maybe five o'clock in the morning. And his head was on his arms like he hadn't slept at all. So I think mm-hmm. maybe that was some of the part he wanted to be in an area where he didn't have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Who right, knows? Right, but right, right. I just, that's one of my earliest memories of Sean, <laughs> him kind of passed out on his desk. Yeah. Well, and also I think that for people who are in radio to understand that if Sean was behind that, like his passion for radio and for good radio, which is what I remember him for, traditionally to be on a morning show is like the pinnacle of the radio industry. So that's like, you know, working your way up, you make it to mornings. Mm-hmm. And to give up your slot in a morning show because you know it's better for the show and that Barnes would be better for that trio and for him to go to afternoons and be a solo performer really is a testament because most guys would not have done that. No. I think that shows a lot about his ego too because, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, knowing that the show is better off without him and then him being able to do that. So, I mean, he was so valuable regardless. I mean, like when we, especially I know when I first started, I had no idea about the whole politics, like what makes what better and mm-hmm. whatnot. So you kind of learn as you go. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little bit shocking, like, oh, no, what's what's the real? So I never really knew the real story of why that happened. Right. But, you know, what you said makes complete sense, and I guarantee you that's true. Yeah, I wish I could reference who 
it was somebody wrote that. I don't know if it was if it was Rodney Ho, if it was Steve Craig, if it was somebody in their accolades for him. So Sean, I I wouldn't consider Sean a friend because I was a rookie. I mean, like Doug said, we were we were newbies. We were green, mm-hmm. you know, green radio people coming in. So my perspective on Sean is from a mentor standpoint and as a fan listening to him when he was in the afternoon. So because I listened to him in the mornings too. I was in Atlanta when Power 99 switched over to 99X and I was working at Turner Broadcasting. I remember staying in the parking deck until 99X came on air, like the switch over before I went to work mm-hmm. um, because it was such a big deal back then. And um, so I listened to Sean and then when he was in afternoon zone, he was by himself. I just felt like that it worked out better for him too because he's, his creativity came out. And yeah, I just yeah. loved how eccentric and intelligent he was because that's... To me, I think of him more as a listener. I was such a fan. So I would, you know, Doug and I would work mornings with the Morning Axe. And if somebody recognized my name from Q100, I did work at 99X before Q100. And they called right. me News Mama on 99X. <laughs> if you, <laughs> and so um, we would come home and not Doug and I would come home together. No, we would leave. I knew it. Sometimes. <laughs> Only when I was really, really lucky. And I was really, really drunk. I'm Lewis, just gonna go, Lewis no, is no. going to be so jealous of Doug. Oh, Lewis is going to be so jealous. He what loves y'all, Melissa Carter. Yeah, y'all are sweet. I love you. Lewis, I love you, love. Uh, so, but, but then I would get up from my nap and I would listen to Sean. I would purposely, this was back yeah, when you had right. radios in your bathrooms and in your house. And I would make sure to turn the radio back on when I woke up and I would listen to Sean every afternoon. And that was the thing about 99X way back then is, you know, when you work the morning shift and then you go about your day, whatever, you're still a fan because you actually turn on the radio. I did that all Mm -hmm. the time where I'd listen even though I was just there. And, you know, it was great. I mean, all the the music was what really got me. But I was I'm going to go back to what you were saying, too, about kind of a mentor stage is, mm-hmm. you know, I was just starting out then too. So, you know, I, I know Sean, I've known him for a long time, you know, slightly corresponded over the years, but it was more of, you know what, I think, uh, you know, like uh, Steve and Leslie and Jimmy, you know, were obviously more closer because they're more established and kind of a, I don't know if it was kind of a respect thing or something like that, but mm-hmm. it's kind of looking at it as a far. So I, I still kind of look at him as, right. That mentor guy and mm-hmm. how much farther ahead he was than I was, but he was so great to listen to. And the one thing I always remembered because the dreaded air check, which is the absolute <laughs> worst thing in the world to do, is you know record. You go over what you did on the air. So you, you had did to a listen shift. to yourself oh. and have somebody critique your performance on the air. And you're sitting there it's in the, the chair. It's the worst part of this job. You're slouching in the chair and just <laughs> looking up in the air going, oh, God. Because, Doug, you were on air outside of the right. Morning X, too. Mm-hmm. So that's why you would have an air check. And so, you know, I was I was new at it. So I was, I don't even want to go back and listen to those <laughs> things. But... It was so brutal listening to yourself. And then, but you having him listen to it. Leslie Fram was also the same way too, by the way, mm-hmm. is no matter how bad you were, it wasn't how bad you were with him. It was how good you did and what you could do better. So it was kind of that reverse psychology instead of mm-hmm. totally beating you down. It was encouraging you and encouraging your personality, especially. That's yeah. what they, they liked. Yeah, well, and, and you know, he was the music director, and Leslie eventually was the program director, so they mm-hmm. would be the reason the, you know, the bosses would be in there critiquing Doug, where Melissa 
at the time only did public affairs. So I wasn't good enough to do oh. like a show during the week or weekend. I right. was like the 6 a.m. on Sunday morning girl. So just know that Doug, like he... Don't don't undersell this man right here because he was already a personality and I annex when the I th- got there. Here's the one thing I love telling Melissa now that we, we talk a lot more now is I always say, hmm, one of our careers really worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's be- See, whatever, whatever, Doug. I mean, because Doug became such a strong person behind the scenes. So that's the other thing. Our paths went a different direction because he was more behind the scenes and I was more you know, attention seeking and, you know, got on the microphone for, for a long time. <laughs> but I think with, for instance, and Doug can appreciate this because again, Doug is a radio personality and has done shows by himself, but, and that's a tough thing to do. So one of the things that's very difficult for me, which may sound crazy from somebody who's been on several morning shows, when you're on a morning show, you're a part of an ensemble and you can mm-hmm. bounce off each other. And if you're having a bad day, then somebody can pick up the slack and vice versa. Right. When you're a solo artist on the air, like Doug has done, like Sean did, it's all on you. Right. So, and he, I mean, that's where the big fandom comes in because the first bit that he did that comes to mind that I will never forget, he was great at progressively sinking you into a story. So he would give bits and pieces of a story in between songs and you keep going. So I was listening for a full hour in my house like I didn't leave my bedroom because the radio was in the bedroom bathroom and I found things to do right to hear what Sean is doing and so he started in talking about how his his stomach hurt like his lunch was not agreeing with him and something was wrong <laughs> so he's it's almost like I'm apologizing if you know if the show's kind of you know if sucks today I'm really sorry because I'm not feeling too good right and then he goes into the next song and then he keeps talking about, you know, I just took this and my stomach. So he goes on and on and on about his stomach. Mm-hmm. And then he starts moaning. And then at the end of that hour, he gives birth. He goes into labor <laughs> and gives birth. <laughs> and as ridiculous as what I just said sounds, Sean made that. I mean, I'm remembering it 20 years later. Yeah, it because, made it work, yeah. Because he made it work. Like, right. not everybody could do that. On a piece of paper, that sounds stupid. But right. he made... He made everything really entertaining from, and usually the, the simplest thing mm-hmm. is something that he could, he could really make into something big. Yeah. And you know, I uh, didn't start working at the station until a little while later, but back in the nineties, growing up listening in my formative high school years, I guess, uh, he was just one of those. And I was telling Doug this earlier, there were like three voices that I really remember from my high school years. And it was Sean Demery, Axel. Mm-hmm. And Steve Craig, and to me, they were they kind of embodied that uh, what 99X was, what mm-hmm. that personality of the station was, and it was kind of like they weren't those big top forty booming voices. Mm-hmm. It was in, just like you they were and real Doug. people. Yeah, they were just real people. They were your buddies, and they were just there talking about music, talking about their latest favorite band or whatever. And it was just it was really cool stuff. And I didn't learn until years later how much Sean had to do behind the scenes. Uh, that he was part of the creative force that created 99X. I didn't know that at the time because when you're right. a listener, you're a kid at home listening, you're just, oh, that's a DJ, mm-hmm. a goofy DJ on the air. That's my buddy, Sean, right. you know, I listen to every afternoon. Um, and, and then finding out years later and then, of course, becoming the radio nerd that I am and getting involved and wor- coming working at the station years later. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, he really was kind of like the main force behind what 99X became, mm-hmm. especially in the heyday back in the 90s. So, And he never stopped working with that because that's yeah. something we talked about off air amongst us here uh, who work together 
that he was working on a brand new radio format for the country right. when he passed, uh, when he had a stroke, and then obviously he couldn't work on it anymore. But the fact that he was a creative force not only back then but continued to be so everywhere he went. Yeah, and I talked to our buddy Mark Owens earlier, and we were talking about the same thing. Like, not only was this a big loss for Atlanta and for 99X fans, but just for the country in general. He was doing the mm-hmm. same kind of stuff all over the country, and right. he'll be sorely missed, and I really appreciate you guys coming on and talking about him. Do you have any kind of really funny particular story or anything that really stands out you want to say before we before we let you go? You know, actually, while you were talking, I remember something. It just came to me, and he Sean always had a quote. He said, if it isn't broken, break it. Huh. And I think that's kind of interesting because mm-hmm. talking about the new format he was coming yeah. up with, why not do that? And yeah. I have one other thing. In fact, it just came to me. I, I totally forgot about this, but I had the honor of signing off 99X the very last when it when it went over to the Burt Show. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was the it was <laughs> the first time. Say, you talk about an uncomfortable place for me to be. <laughs> I, I got up super early because it was what five a.m. or oh. something when it flipped, and I got up super yeah. early just to hear Doug do the sign. This before I even knew Doug. And I remember when I first met you, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember listening to you uh, do the final sign off. But go ahead. So, you know, I had the honor of doing it. I guess I was one of the only people left. So maybe it's a (laughs) a a backhanded honor or something like that. But I remember talking to different people that didn't work at the station anymore about signing the station off. Mm -hmm. And I wanted one particular song to kind of that would really fit it. I mean, the fine folks at Cumulus Media had their own, <laughs> their own, you know, This is a podcast. It's okay. Yeah, you yeah. can take the tongue out of your so, teeth. <laughs> so basically, I signed off, I believe, at 5 o'clock in the morning, but there were still like 30 more minutes of program music, and they had all the, the songs that say goodbye or, mm-hmm. you know, time of your life, I think, from Green Day was the last song. But so I wanted to do something different aside from the second to last song was Smells Like Teen Spirit because... That was the signature song for the format. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted something that would really sign the station off on a good way. And so Sean was, I can't remember who else I contacted. I don't think anybody really, but I contacted Sean on that. And I said, Sean, what is a really good song that can sign this station off? Mm-hmm. And he suggested one from you too. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that totally makes sense. So officially, I, I don't think I ever said this, and mm-hmm. I, I regret this, saying, all right, I'm going to play some more songs, but this is officially ending 99X's mm-hmm. one from you 2 and that was that was Sean's suggestion. Wow. Huh. Well, the only the last thought I have, and I said this to somebody else, that uh, in, in honor of Sean, because like Doug and I said, we're – you know, we're kind of the last class of mentorees that he brought up in the 99X family. Right. And I think that here we are, again, 20 years after we did that. And, you know, there's a quote by Maya Angelou that says that people don't remember you for what you said. They remember you for how you made them feel. And I think that this is a testament to Sean because I think he made everybody feel important and special regardless of your experience, regardless of your age, regardless of who you were. He, he didn't have an ego that made you feel uncomfortable. He was the guy that made you feel good. So I'm glad that most people are remembering him for that because he did make you feel great. And so I'm, I'm, glad, that, um, I'm glad that he's having this honor. Yeah, and while it is a sad occasion for us all to get together and reminisce, it is 
it is kind of neat that we're all getting together and reminiscing and you're we're talking to people we hadn't talked to in a long time. And very few radio stations would ever inspire this but 99X. Right, I'm, I exactly. Mean, and I think that's where if I had any commentary, and I'm sure Sean would make the same commentary about modern radio, that's the problem is most stations couldn't have what's happening now. You're exactly right. And when I talked to Mark earlier, he, uh, he said, you know, as cheesy as this sounds, I know this was Cumulus's slogan, but it's the power of radio. And then we changed that. Mark and I decided, you know what? It's the power of 99X. Mm-hmm. We won't have to. And he goes, good. I that am way, 99 You said, know what? Yeah, that's you, where I am The 99X. way I'm going to leave this podcast is by saying I'm Melissa Carter and I am 99X. There you go. Well, I appreciate it, Doug. Yeah. And I can't hear the song Bittersweet Symphony without thinking of <laughs> right, Sean. Right? Seriously. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I still love the song to the day. Yeah. Sean Demery pops in right in your head. Thank you, Sean. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you guys and uh, thank you. hearing about uh, your Sean memories. We loved it. Thanks. Now you're taking pictures. What, no one's going to believe I was ever here? Is that what you're thinking? Is, is that what you were thinking? Well, see, we all like to document the, the fact that this has all been a horrible practical joke <laughs> and uh, you're not really leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, come on, say it. By this week, next time, I'll be mountain biking. Oh, yeah. I know. I tried. Sorry. Okay. Uh, you're listening to 99X. That's a 311 from the new CD uh, sound system. Where are you getting one from the other side now? You look better. Right. I don't have a good side. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what? Having to deal with that webcam thing for the last two years has been like a bane in my ass. That's the nose picker cam. <laughs> By the way, if, if you if you ever see me pick my nose on, on the web camera, uh, email me. Oh, never mind. You can't email me. Never mind. Uh, you're listening to 99X. Um, uh, by the way, uh, thanks for all the emails, for all two inches of emails. I really, <laughs> the size I can deal with. Uh, two inches of emails. I appreciate <laughs> it. hits close to home. <laughs> the legendary, the late, wow, great, Sean Demery. Um, want to thank Melissa and Doug there for giving their... Thoughts. Hey, man, great job for getting Melissa and Doug together to tell their stories because, yeah. like, it's putting puzzle pieces together. I forgot half of that stuff. And, yeah. and to see the impact that, that both of them had, to even sit down with Sean and do an air check, yeah. those two, like, knights in shining armor to me. I'm talking about Doug and Melissa yeah, because yeah. air checks, like they said, those are nerve-wracking. Right. Nerve-wracking. And I never had to do it with Sean, always with, you know, with Leslie and other people. But Leslie was the best in the in the world. Anyway, we'll get to that later. But yeah. just that they had to, to sit down with him, I would have been so nervous and never would have retained anything. I would have probably acted like I was writing. Right. I was thinking about writing. <laughs> oh, you're right, Sean. Oh, my God, oh. that's Sean Demery. Oh, my God, that's Sean yeah, Demery. No, oh it wasn't like that. Cool, it was cool. just like he'd get me thinking. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'd already be... Yeah. Five thoughts With ahead. With ADHD, <laughs> he'd have to hold keys up to right. him as he's trying to right. talk but to you. But yeah. to see and to That's hear, cool. to hear uh, Melissa and, and Doug talk about the way he was like the rock, you know, him and Leslie, yeah. like the rock of 99X that most people, you know, that aren't in radio, you know, we've heard this a couple of times, they don't know, listeners yeah. don't know. And I didn't know growing up No, years later, and yeah. I really didn't until... I really got into, you know, being a DJ and not being just in front of people and being crazy. Like the promotions guy. Yeah, trying yeah. to learn the craft of it. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like, Steve Craig and Sean are kind of, like, on the same level of, you know, knowledge of, of 
you know, music and Steve's college of music. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He still still loves to play, and I love I love that about him. Yeah. But Steve is just like like you could. I just remember those two together, mm-hmm. and the way they would bounce off each other, and the way their voices blended. It was almost like it harmonized. Like it you know, so crazy. so I found that the last clip that just played, which had Steve in it, and mm-hmm. again, this is from um, playing drops throughout the show from. Sean's final on-air shift from his afternoon drive shift back in 2000 mm-hmm. from, you know, he'd been that shift all throughout the nineties. Right. And this is his final shift. And, uh, the thing is listening to it just in general, because it was his last air shift is kind of sad. And, and they're making reference like Steve's asking him not to leave and oh, all that right. kind of stuff. And right. so it's sad. But now I listened to it, uh, during the week after he had passed away mm-hmm. and hearing it then, added like another layer of chills. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Just hearing, oh, yeah. hearing certain things that they're saying about, oh, we don't want you to leave, and, and it just... But he still it, gets me thinking. Like, yeah. those breaks that we heard, the the yeah. some of those breaks are, man, you can't recreate that. Yeah. They'll, they'll never, ever He's be another... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, He's brilliant. And I am forever, you know, grateful that, that I can go back and, like... You putting this tribute together is absolutely mind blowing. Like, great job, dude. Well, just being Kudos. the radio nerd that I am, like, I just, I had, I felt like I know enough people that knew him right. that I felt like, man, no, I think it'd be great cool job. to get, get some. Great job. Opinion, to be able to get, get you know, Doug, like I said, Doug and Melissa together and to give their side of the story and mm-hmm. where they come from. And it just, it start for me, I'm putting all these puzzle pieces together, you know, leading up to when I came in and, and it, it all makes sense. It's, it's this is crazy, dude. Like it all makes sense. Yeah. Like how he was such an influence to so many people, and never really got to know. I didn't yeah. get to know know him. Like yeah. you know, like I know you and and Doug and you know. I never really got to know him, but to listen back now to hear you know some of them that oh I do remember that I do remember you know when uh, Oasis and and. Uh, champagne supernova and like I, I remember all of that in him his creative the way he would say things and keep you thinking like now like melissa said 20 years later mm-hmm. we're still you know talking about it and remember where we were when that happened like legend dude legend like i legend, said earlier legend. driving to football practice and hearing him yeah playing the presidents of the usa dropping the f-bomb and, I'm right. like, what? <laughs> and i don't i don't want to be selfish but yeah. i now looking <laughs> listen to this and and, and thinking back God, I really wish I would have tapped into more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, gotten inside. There's of so there. many yeah. layers that that, and he was so gracious, dude, to give, you know, anything if you caught him. Like, but he was he was in music. Like, it was it was a, a passion. It, it's like bigger than a passion. It's the craziest. Yeah. I did. I never got like that. Like, it's, but his timing and he understands the way people need to hear it and the levels and the it, oh man, he's see. You got it's me awesome, all man. worked I up. Know, I know. All worked I know. up. He's a it's, great uh, dude. I, I just I want to give a big uh, final to, to wrap the show up here. I just want to thank him uh, for everything mm-hmm. he did, uh, not only for the city of Atlanta, but anywhere yeah. he worked, all over the country. And just for me growing up and, and thinking uh, 99X is just like the coolest thing ever. And, and how cool would it be to, to work there one day? You and, and you know, millions, other, millions and, and of that's others. The thing. He touched thousands yeah. upon thousands upon thousands of lives. And I, I don't know whether he knows it or not, but he certainly did. And uh, boy, uh, will he be missed. And so thank you, Sean, and rest in peace. And we, we will miss you. Um, I just see that he put such an impact on your life yeah. that you never really got to work with him, but 
you put this whole podcast together for a tribute to him, dude. And I'm I'm just honored to be a part of it. Yeah. For me jumping in here. Well, I Thank appreciate you, you joining man. me. No, seriously. You did a fantastic job. The Mark Owens, the you know, Doug and Melissa and the drops and the, you know, some of the oh, good job, man. You got me all like Man, just celebrate what he yeah. is and always will be and what he was. And that's like, a perfect word for it. Like, I wanted this to be a celebration of him. And right, uh, hopefully right. people listen to it. And, and if they do, that's great. And hopefully they're remembering Sean just like we are. And uh, and, and they're going to miss him just like we are, too. I bet so. you he would have loved Side Note Goat. Oh, man. I, yeah. think, I think he would have. Yep. But uh, So, all right. Well, we're going to end the show slightly differently than we normally do. But thanks, I do want to give a, a, a special thanks to uh, our guests this week. We had Mark Owens. We had Melissa Carter and... Doug Harding mm-hmm. uh, for sharing their thoughts and their memories about the late great legend Sean Demery. So we're great gonna end job. the show the only way I know how for this particular episode. Thank you guys for listening, Thanks, bud. and we'll see you next time. Uh, it's gonna get gushy. Uh, thanks. Thanks. It's been been a great run. This is this is an incredible radio station. Only stupid people would leave something like this, and I, I fit in that category. And uh, I want to thank you all for making my stay here at 99X um, really, really good. I have had the uh, time of my life. I've never felt this way before. Wasn't that a song? <laughs> it's 6 o'clock now. This is WNNX Atlanta. To everyone here, Cheers. I raise my glass to you. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, man. Let me take a little sip of this. <clears throat> it was fun working with all of you. Thanks for listening. That's I, You have no idea how much I appreciate it. My name is Sean Demery, and I was 99X.